Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure to appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Hopefully it helps you get through the day a little bit and gives you another tool to add to your toolbox in defending the nation. Hopefully it helps our nation just a little bit too. Not a lot on the homestead. A little rain. A little cooler temperatures. If the deer and the rabbits and the cold meaning freeze, and the puppy dog, and the fungus don't destroy them, we do have some tiny acorn squashes growing. We'll see if they make it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast and share it. Be with them, guide them, bless them. Surround them with your angels. Protect them from evil of any kind. Guide us as a nation back to you. Forgive us our sins, Lord. Our greed and our pride, our arrogance, our vanity. Forgive us the sins of abortion and sexual deviancy and immorality run amok. For not following your commands and marriage and how we run our country. For turning away from you. Help us to turn back to you, Lord. Help us to look to you first. Be with those who lead us. Help them to do the same. God, my words here, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We're going to read another proclamation uh, from Washington. But I wanted to go back real quick. Uh, I found something out of, I, th- I think that one that I read was out of the Library of Congress. Uh, Pilgrim Hall online, they have a number of these Thanksgiving Day proclamations. It's a great resource. But this little snippet here comes out of America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations that we use so often on the podcast by William J. Federer. If you get a chance, it's it's definitely a book that you need to have in your household as a reference, especially the way the country's going so that we can remember this, teach it to our children, this history. This is out of the journals of Congress, documenting the discussions of Congress in regard to this proclamation. And this is the the comments of Mr. Roger Sherman of Connecticut. This is about the 1789 proclamation, which, by the way, was unanimously approved. Mr. Sherman justified the practice of Thanksgiving on any signal event, not only as a laudable one in itself, but as warranted by a number of precedents in holy writ. 
For instance, the solemn thanksgivings and rejoicings, which took place in the time of Solomon, after the building of the temple, was a case in point. This example he thought worthy of a Christian, of Christian imitation on the present occasion. This idea, folks, that we weren't founded as a Christian nation by Christians is just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And we've bought into this lie. And we don't need to be sorry for it. We don't need to apologize for it. We don't need to practice multiculturalism and pretend that all religions and faiths are equal. They're not. All you have to do is look at the Islam and Buddhist and Hindu places in the world, the atheist, communist, socialist countries in the world. We're not all equal. We're not the same because there's only one true God, the Father of Jesus Christ. And our founders knew this. They knew that you couldn't force people to faith, folks. But they also knew that if we walked away from God and Jesus Christ that we would lose our republic, and we are. And so we have to turn back to God and Jesus Christ. We have to make that decision, that choice. But there's, there's no responsibility on our end to sit here and allow those who choose to reject God and Jesus Christ individually and publicly as a nation, more, more importantly, in this conversation. There's no, we have no responsibility to allow them to destroy our nation. If you don't want to live in a Christian nation and follow the laws of a Christian nation, and the First Amendment was never written to equalize Christianity with other religions, so you can throw that out, then you can leave. And you can go to one of these other countries that you think are so much better and live there. And, you know, after the Revolutionary War, that was a choice given to the Loyalists. After the Civil War, that was a choice given to the Confederates. Get in line or get out or suffer the consequences. We likely have another Civil War coming now. That should be the exact same choice given to the American left today. And those who support it or agree with it or participate with it, either get in line with the principles the founding faith and principles of our nation based on the teachings of Christ or get out. Doesn't mean you have to follow Christ as your Lord and Savior. I highly recommend it. But if you're not going to follow those principles, it's time to move on. You know, there's a way that that ties in, folks. There's a reason that our founders didn't make voting a universal right. And you can easily make the argument that they set it up wrong. But there is a reason in a republic that you don't have the mob all voting. We're going to take a look at Washington's Thanksgiving Day proclamation in 1795. by the President of the United States, a proclamation. When we review the calamities which afflict so many other nations, the present condition of the United States affords much matter of consolation and satisfaction.
or exemption hitherto from foreign war, an increasing prospect of the continuance of that exception, the great degree of internal tranquility we have enjoyed, the recent confirmation of that tranquility by the suppression of an insurrection which so wantonly threatened it, the happy course of our public affairs in general, the unexampled prosperity of all classes of our citizens, our circumstances which peculiarly mark our situation with indications of the divine beneficence toward us. In such a state of things, it is in an especial manner our duty as a people, with devout reverence and affectionate gratitude, to acknowledge our many and great obligations to Almighty God, and to implore Him to continue and confirm the blessings we experience. Deeply penetrated with this sentiment, I, George Washington, President of the United States, do recommend to all religious societies and denominations, and to all persons whomsoever within the United States, to set apart and observe Thursday, the 19th day of February next, as a day of public thanksgiving and prayer. And on that day, to meet together and render their sincere and hearty thanks to the great ruler of nations for the manifold and signal mercies which distinguish our lot as a nation, particularly for the possession of constitutions of government, which united and by their union establish liberty with order, for the preservation of our peace, foreign and domestic, for the seasonable control which has been given to a spirit of disorder in the suppression of the late insurrection, and generally for the prosperous course of our affairs, public and private, and at the same time humbly and fervently to beseech the kind author of these blessings graciously to prolong them to us to imprint on our hearts a deep and solemn sense of our obligations to Him for them, to teach us rightly to estimate their immense value, to preserve us from the arrogance of prosperity and from hazarding the advantages we enjoy by delusive pursuits, to dispose us to merit the continuance of His favors by not abusing them, by our gratitude for them, and by a correspondent conduct as citizens and men, to render this country more and more a safe and prosperous asylum for the unfortunate of other countries, to extend among us true and useful knowledge, to diffuse and establish habits of sobriety, order, morality, and piety, and finally, to impart all the blessings we possess or asks or ask for ourselves to the whole family of mankind. In testimony whereof I have caused the seal of the United States of America to be affixed 
to these presents, and signed the same with my hand, done at the city of Philadelphia, the first day of January 1795, and the independence of the United States of America, the 19th, by the President, George Washington. So you look at Washington's faith, you look at the faith of those around him, you see the, the Christian nation and our turning to God for all the blessings, right? For escape from calamities which affected other nations. the internal tranquility which we have enjoyed. He said it's our duty as a people with devout reverence and affectionate gratitude to acknowledge our many and great obligations to Almighty God. You know, God there is singular, not a bunch of different gods. Just one God, Almighty God. And so, and it's, it's a personal God. When you look back at, at Washington's writings in particular, you see he wasn't a deist at all. Uh, really, the argument can be made even amongst those that the left loves to throw up, like Franklin and Jefferson, that they weren't deists by any means. the overwhelming percentage of the population. And when I say overwhelming, I mean over, well over 90% was Christian. Different denominations, right? Which is why the First Amendment was actually written, was to keep the different Christian denominations from fighting, not to pretend that Islam or Judaism or Buddhism or Hinduism or any other religion was equal to Christianity. So when you see him referring to Almighty God, just one God, just the true God, and you hear all these comments now directed toward that God, like we've got a duty, a responsibility as a people to thank him, and how deeply this idea permeated through Washington. So we look at, at Thanksgiving now, today in America. What do we associate Thanksgiving with? Certainly not solemnity. Certainly not being solemn and humble and praying and really looking to God, turning to God. We see food. We see football games. We see parades. We see family, which that part is good. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying the bounties, the food that God has blessed us with. The problem is, as always, is the condition of our heart. Are we enjoying the food just to see how much we can stuff ourselves with? Or are we 
enjoying the food and thinking about the fact that God has blessed us with this food. For those of us, y'all, that, that survive whatever's coming, when the dark days really get here, you really, really need to think about that and remember it. It'd be nice if we did it beforehand, but we don't seem real inclined to do that. It becomes far more apparent when we're in really dark times how dependent we are on God. And you hear that theme that just resonates in each of these Thanksgiving Day proclamations, right? You see this just, this dependence on God and this thankfulness to Him for His blessings and seeking forgiveness our transgressions. You see the here again for the all these things he's listing out, right? Peace, liberty, order, prosperous affairs, public and private. Again, just like the last Thanksgiving Day proclamation that we talked about in 1789 from him. This idea of separation of church and state that we're supposed to keep God out of our public lives, is, it, it would be foreign to our founders. But we need to turn to this, this great ruler of nations, humbly and fervently beseech the kind author of these blessings graciously to prolong them to us, to imprint on our hearts a deep and solemn sense of our ob- obligations to him, for them, and to teach us rightly to estimate their immense value. This this next part, and I think we're almost, let me see how much time, yeah. This next part is really in line with Lincoln's address, I think from 1863, and, and it really sums up the condition of our heart as a nation today for several decades and the problems that we're having. It said, to preserve us from the arrogance of prosperity and from hazarding the advantages we enjoy by delusive pursuits. To dispose us to merit the continuance of his favors by not abusing them, by our gratitude for them and by a correspondent conduct as citizens and men to render this country more and more a safe and prosperous asylum for the unfortunate of other countries. Uh, There's so much here, folks. We could walk through this again and again. That last part I, I read there, it talks about education in the next sentence, but that last part I read because... You know, there's a lot of people that would read that and say, ha, see, we need open borders. We need to let all these illegal immigrants come in. We need to be, but you're not being kind. You're not being kind at all. You can't take care of the widow and the orphan, the poor and the needy if there's no law and order, if there's no liberty and freedom. We have a responsibility to care for the unfortunate, absolutely, as a Christian nation. But you can't do that if you don't have law and order. 
uh, and, and just this, this idea we've become so arrogant and so vain. We think we've done all this on our own and we don't need God. And that's what Washington was talking about at the beginning of that little sentence there is, is to protect us from our own vanity and arrogance and thinking that we did all of this. Humility, folks, before God, turning to Him, trusting Him, seeking His blessings. We need to think about that, not just on Thanksgiving, but every day. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.